Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's hard uh, because, like you guys have said, this is a this is a human being. And all you can really think about is, you know, I hope, I hope that guy is okay. Mm-hmm. And that's all we were all hoping for was that that DeMar Hamlin was going to get up and that he was going to get on in that ambulance. He was going to give us a thumbs up and we were all going to know that he was okay. And, and, and when that didn't happen, I think this entire stadium was just devastated. I mean, I mean, right now, all I can really think about is, is that player, his teammates, just seeing the agony on their faces, the concern on their faces. They're scared for him right now, and they should be. Yeah, I think everybody was. Hmm. <sighs> We've seen guys taken off on on stretchers, on boards, with, with limited movement, and then you're waiting for the update to say everything's okay. And last night, I, it was the first time that I've ever been watching football to where I didn't know if we were going to get an update that he was going to be okay. Um, be, I mean, like you worry about guys getting paralyzed, having serious injuries, knee injuries, head injuries, the Tua stuff, and, and the prayer position that he was in was like just watching that was disturbing. This last night was, I mean, what, when Joe Buck said they're administering CPR on the field, I was like, huh? Like, what happened? I, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So um, he is in critical condition. The Bills released, uh, released another statement, and he's, he's still under sedation. He's not out of the woods. He's still in critical condition. He's in the intensive care unit uh, at the hospital in Cincinnati. All the players for the Bills have went home. They're not going to resume the game this week. So week 18 is going to go on as as it was originally scheduled, and we'll see what happens with this game if they end up playing it at some point or they don't. Yeah, I don't see how they play it. So I, now, I just don't know. Unless you're talking about pushing back a playoff schedule and everything else, I just don't see how. Once they decided they're not going to play this week, I don't see how you play. I mean, if Kansas City wins Sunday, it's irrelevant. Right. So that's probably what they're waiting to see. If Kansas City wins, then Kansas City gets home field advantage. They have the better record over those over those teams, even though uh, Buffalo um, would have had a chance to tie them, I believe, and they would have head had to head. The, the head-to-head advantage over. Well, both of those teams beat Kansas they City. They beat them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, unfortunately, like, it, you know, it is unfortunate, but it, like, what are you going to do? You can't, you're not going to push back the playoffs an entire week because you have to play one game. One you game. have to resume one game. Right. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know what? Like, sometimes bleep happens in life. Yeah. And you have to and you have to do what's best for everybody in the league. And if that means the team's not getting a shot at the number one seed, then that's what it's going to have to be. Yeah, and I'm sure Buffalo, because um, that's who it really impacts the most. Like Cincinnati is a loss behind those teams. But even if Cincinnati were to have won that game last night, you still need, need Kansas City to lose. So now had Buffalo won the game last night and then win next week, then they would be the number one seed over Kansas City. So I, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Buffalo understands, right, 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 right. I mean, it's their player that's down, that that everyone's concerned about right now, and I just don't know where you fit a game in, at an extra game in. I just don't know where you fit an extra game in, 
and you can't ask Cincinnati to play next week and then turn around and have to play a playoff game yeah, that, play, that weekend. Play on a Sunday, then play on a Tuesday, then play on a Sunday. Yeah, again. you can't do that. No. Can't do that, especially when we're talking about player safety. So that whole part comes yeah, into play. No, yeah, especially in short this case. week yeah. and, and that. So you know, I don't think they're gonna wind up playing the game. I don't either. So, and then it, I mean, it, 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 is it winning percentage at that point? Or I, I don't know what they can do, but but if Kansas City wins, they're fourteen and three. I don't know how Buffalo would have a better winning percentage. They wouldn't. They so wouldn't. no, like, like you said, if Kansas City wins, then it was all you know, pretty much about nothing anyway. Mm-hmm. 215-592-9494. Twitter questions brought to you by Marks Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget online, marks-jewelers.com. Jack, were you watching the game live last night? I know, like, from from a lot of different perspectives, like, <laughs> I have friends that, that and I, maybe p- other people are affected by their fantasy football league, but there's, like, championship games that are going on that now it's like, now what do we do because we had players that are playing last night. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the big picture, that doesn't matter anything. But still, um, are you watching last night live, or how yeah. did you get? Uh, yeah, I was watching live, and I, I, like our, we were so conditioned as sports fans, like, oh, like they'll bring the the ambulance out stretcher and like yeah. they'll move on with the game. <laughs> and then Joe Buck came back with that, and it was it just it just like it floors you. It brings you right down. It brings you right in the moment. You see the play, like I've never seen players react like that. And yeah. I thought it was freaking insane as the night went on. When apparently they were given five minutes to warm up and they were going to play again, and like shout out to Zach Taylor and and Sean and McDermott. Sean McDermott for coming. Really, to Sean McDermott. Yeah, because it's his players. Yes, yeah, his team. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just saying like being the adults in the room like, in no, a sense, no. like we can't play. And you know, it was a really touching the way the, the the teams came together. Like they battled on the field where they're still attempting to knock each other out in a way, but then when that moment happens, it like humbles you all down and remembers like what the sport's all about. So. Yeah. It's it's awful, um, but you know, I was it was cool seeing everyone come together in a way. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know if when the players initially left the field, if they were just going in the locker room to collect themselves, or they had already decided they weren't playing. Like I I don't know that. Like like we don't know that. It looked like Sean McDermott was trying to explain to the refs, like, yeah, we're not going to be able to get back out here right now. We need to. Go in. Let's go regroup. Yeah, and we need to go regroup yeah. and, and go indoors. Because well, Diggs gave that speech. Yes. Yeah, and all the players still turned around and were like, "Dude, we like." We no, can't. yeah, I know, but but that's how players are conditioned. And plenty of players have gone back and played yes. the sport after looking at a gruesome injury right there. But I think in that moment is when they also realize, like, nah, we're not going to be able to go back and play right here. Like, it's just it's too emotional for a lot of the players out here. Because some players stayed back away from what was going on because players don't want to actually see the stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Well, I wouldn't want to watch what was going right, on. I, so, would, I would not be one of the people that was front row. So some players didn't have that sort of reaction. They're kind of getting word of mouth of, what, of what's going on. And then you sort of go, you say, okay, well, we need to regroup, man. We go in the locker room. Because the only thing I can think of, right, I remember when the 9-11 thing happened, and initially they didn't cancel the games immediately, but right. we as players, we took votes, like, and no one wanted to play. And this happened a day afterwards, right? So this didn't even happen on game day. But players, we had all, you know, uh, got with our NFL, uh, our rep, and Troy was our rep. Uh, Troy Vincent was our NFLPA union rep. 
and he's on a conference call with all the other reps around the league, and the players are basically saying, no, we don't want to play this week because people had to get the family members. You got to realize some players got family members in New York. And so that whole yeah. thing was going on. So they eventually, I don't know if it was later that day or the following day, they wind up canceling that week of football. And we came back the following and, week. And it was the right thing to do at the time. Yes. And, and I know that s- somebody had gotten to Joe Buck and the players because they were, Joe Burrow was warming up. Like he, he was throwing the football. Joe Buck announced on the broadcast that they were warming up to resume the game. I don't know if that came from the league. I don't know where that came from. Troy had said that that was never – Troy Vincent came out and said that was never put out there by the league. Mm -hmm. Regardless, like, there's no handbook for how to handle a situation when when it happens like that. So they ultimately made the right call, right? They went into the the locker rooms, and they figured out the right thing to do, which was not to resume the game. Well, think about this. Is there any other instances in recent memory where a player got injured and they canceled the game? No. um, No. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. So – Somebody may have thought it was just standard operating procedure. Like, okay, All right, let's go. Once they move him off the field, like we'll give you a few moments to warm up, and then we'll reach because they hadn't got word from the league office yet of what to do. Um, thankfully, they didn't do any of that stuff. And and like you said, the coaches, they basically said, I I, I think it was Sean McDermott that initiated a lot of this. And uh, he seemed to have been informing the officials that. Yeah, we're not going to be able to go right now. We're either going to need a few moments because, again, the game wasn't technically called off at this point. So they're going in the locker room not knowing what the hell is going on. But all they care about is their teammate. That's all the Buffalo Bills players care about is their teammate. And so I think Cincinnati, even though they were the, the opposing team, like their mindset may have been a little different. Right, then the actual because you know this guy, this, this this is a guy who's with them, so they certainly are more impacted by it than the Bengals were. But Zach Taylor quickly came across the field, like coach, whatever you want to do, man. Like, yeah. yeah, we we can all leave off the field. We're we're in we're unified. Whatever you want to do, this is what we're go ahead and do. And they made the made the right decision, yes. obviously. Yep. All right, let's go to Ike in Southwest Philly. Ike, how you been, buddy? Happy New Year. Yeah, happy new year to both of y'all, man. How you doing? What's up, Mike? Hey, man, I just first thing first to tell you, man, I appreciate y'all opening. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just like everybody else handle this very professionally, very humanely. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest, can't take that for granted these days. So just wanted to just wanted to just wanted to give y'all a shout out on that. But um but I, I just think like the whole thing with what happened to the brother, first thing first, hope he get well. Hope he he survives and he gets well and it's pray for him and his family because that's very traumatic. And I was standing there thinking like, how how can they come back and play? Not even last night, but this week. You know what I mean? Mentally, you know I I seen on Twitter that uh that uh Miles was hanging out with him because they cool from yeah. being in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then I seen um Tomlin saying that he close with him. He knew him when he was and, a kid. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people spread out through the league with teammates back at Pitt and stuff yeah. like that. And it just it just make you think like, dang, how you how you can go back out there? I mean, I know it's your job and everything, but when you see some of that, it makes you think like some of these dudes, they might retire after this year after seeing the two and stuff. And and that's real because think about the linebacker uh Patrick Willis. He was he was yeah. great. And he retired early and you cannot knock these people for that because, like, I know you know better than I do or any of us know, like, that 
these injuries that we we take for granted, mm-hmm. like this, that, and the third. Some of these people can't walk. Yeah. Some people with deformities and stuff like that, and yeah. we don't we don't see that. You know, what I mean, quality of life is important. So I just always try to think of like the humanity part of it, man. And I, I just, I just pray for not just him and his family, but all these dudes that put their life on the line because that's real. They actually really y'all actually really putting your life online. So I just wanted to say that in man respect. No, yeah, I, no, I appreciate that. Appreciate I, I thank you, brother. And and I think that's what happens when we see something like last night. Even even with the tour injury, like that shook me. Because I've seen guys get concussed. i never seen anybody lock up the way Tua locked up in that injury. Didn't watch even Nick Foles Sunday. Yeah, that was – Like, like that, that stuff bad. is, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> it, it, part of me says, boy, you was a damn fool being out there running around doing what you did. But you know what? When you don't have or you feel you don't have options, this is your best option to support your family. To support not just your immediate family, your extended family. Like when you're the guy. Your when, grandchildren. Yeah, your when, you're, when you're the guy, when you're the guy that everybody relies on, that's how these guys go back out there because other people are dependent on them. So yep. when you're the one that gets the lottery ticket and makes it to the NFL, because believe me, I'm nowhere near the most athletic guy that I grew up with. I was fortunate. Some dead, some in jail. So just because you're athletic doesn't guarantee you anything. So I was fortunate. Good people around you, right? And then you take advantage of opportunities. But when people ask how and why, it's for our loved ones. It's, it's so that they can take care of their kids, their nephews, their nieces. They're sending a, they're sending a niece to college. They're paying the college fund for this, for this sibling's child, that sibling's child. That's why they're doing it. The majority of them, sure, they like the little trinkets and the gifts and the, and the, and the celebrity and stardom that comes along with being an NFL player. But ultimately, they're doing it to provide for others. That's why they go out there injured, banged up. Playing, playing with, with with sore ribs and, and and taking shots to go to get back out there on the field, because they're saying, you know what? I'll sacrifice a couple years of quality of life for someone else to have a better quality of life. That's what these players are doing. Yeah, the majority of these players don't come from affluent backgrounds and household, two-parent households where all the kids go to college and this and that and the other. Most of us only go to college because we got a scholarship. Mm. Mm. Yep. Because somebody else paid for it. So, and when you're fortunate enough and good enough to make it out as an athlete, a pro athlete, you only got a small window. Herm Edwards said something so important. He said, playing football just gives you an opportunity. It's not a career. It's an opportunity. What type of career only lasts four years? That's not a career. That means you had an opportunity to play for four years. Yeah. If you were lucky, that's the average career, and it's less than four years for players. So a guy like DeMar Hamlin, a six-round draft pick out of Pitt, who is, hasn't even really scratched the surface in this league yet, man. You, you, you really feel bad because you're like, man, this kid had a bright future and, and was going to do some positive things for his family moving forward. 
And you wonder now all that being in peril and then his family being at the hospital with him, man, wondering if they're going to ever even get to hug him again and say hello yeah. and have him say hello back to them. Like, that's the stuff that makes you it, – it, 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 it puts things in perspective for you. Yeah, you, you said it at the start of the show where, where you last night were putting yourselves in the shoes of the parents and the player and mm -hmm. the teammates and everybody else. Like, you were you – were, they, they, that's only natural to do. And you're doing the same thing if you're a parent and you have kids to where imagine being mom, dad, brother, sister in the stands and seeing that and then it, it's who it, it's Demar down, right? Admit, like, and then you're having to go down to the seat, go down, and now you're getting in the ambulance. You don't know if he's ever going to wake up. You don't know if he's going to live that ambulance ride. And you don't go to a football game expecting no man that to happen. No, I saw a bunch of pictures pregame uh, online from them and the, right. uh, some social media mm -hmm. videos or whatever, and you just. It breaks your heart. The good thing is there is some positive news, and we're hoping that um, – It keeps getting positive. Yeah, and it keeps yeah. getting more positive. Yep. Lisa in Bristol is an ICU nurse. Lisa, how are you? What's going on? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Hi, Lisa. Hey, you Lisa. too. Uh, I'm all right. You know, I settled down to watch that game last night. I was obviously excited because of the stakes in it. But, you know, when that happened, it just brought me, like, right back to work. And, you know, my clinical brain kicked right in, kind of thinking about what could – be happening mm -hmm. but uh the really big thing that i was thinking about and obviously demar hamlin and my thoughts and prayers are obviously with him right now but thinking about what that means to his teammates and when i heard that cpr was being performed that's who i thought of and you know cpr is traumatic and it is can be horrific to watch and there's a reason why we always in you know icu ask families if they'd like to step out or we advise them to step out because it's not like it is in the movies it's really ugly and uh, these guys rallied around and watched their guys. Some of them, you know, had to turn away and couldn't watch. But, you know, seeing your brother down there like that, getting that life-saving treatment performed on him, I can't even imagine what was going through their heads and how horrible they must have felt and, yeah. you know, the helplessness of it all because, you know, you're standing there watching. That's your brother. And uh, I'm yeah. so glad his mom was there. And I'm so glad that she was able to get down to the, you know, get down to the ambulance and ride with him. That's all probably she wanted to do was be with her baby. And I can't imagine how, you know, organizing a flight to get out of there. And that's the first thing you think, how am I going to get to my baby? And he's 24 yeah. years old, but that's still your baby, you know? Of course. So, yeah. yep. you know, I, I just can't stop thinking about, you know, what those guys must be experiencing. And it's called trauma for a reason. It's traumatic for not just the person involved, but everyone around them. And uh, I can't stop thinking about this poor kid. I was up all night. It's horrible. Well, Lisa, I know uh, with, with your job, you, um, man, you, you, um, you carry a heavy heart on a daily basis uh, having to see some of the things you have to see and some of the patients that you come across and some of the state that they that they may be in. So, um, yeah, we, Thank you. Someone, <laughs> someone's talking about me being a hero and, and, and putting my life on the line. I've, I've always felt that our, uh, whether it's first responders, people that's in your position, our medical experts, those are, those are the true heroes because you guys are out there truly saving lives. And he was so lucky that he was so close to a level one trauma center because those yep. doctors and nurses in that trauma bay, they're absolute rock stars and they know exactly what to do. So I'm so happy that happened. I mean, I'm so happy that he had the care available to him that he needed at that moment. It's okay. the best only thing that, you know, gives you hope in that scenario. Okay. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> nice to talk no to problem. you. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, my, my wife will will be. Yeah, she'll be laying there on her phone or whatever when I have the game on. She's not necessarily paying much attention to it. And then that happens, and now 
you know, now. Oh yeah. Now it's like, oh my god, like, oh, yeah. like has this ever happened before? And and you know, same thing. I was yeah. the only one watching the game in the house, but after thirty minutes of that, everybody is uh, yep. now, now everybody's locked in on what's going on. Yep. I've turned it on every TV in the house now. Because at first I was the only one watching the game in the house, and then I was like, I I I literally didn't even try to go to bed until I was sure. Like I'm like. I'm not getting any more information. There's not another oh, update. Yeah. I went to every website. Mm-hmm. I searched every website on the the World Wide Web. Like, yep. And then I woke up to a good, to good news uh, when I when I went to Pro Football Talk at three o'clock in the morning or so. But it was um. And Sean McDermott shows no emotion, and he he was holding back tears on the field. You could see it in as his he's face. kneeling and praying with his players. Like you, he, you, you could just see it, man. You could just see it. You can just see it. I haven't known this dude since 1999, 2000. He doesn't show emotion. You just rarely see emotion out of him. And and you to, can see it. to see how concerned he was, that concerned look on his face, man. And and that's what but the, the reactions made it real to where those yeah. guys were like, oh, I'm like, is, is he going to die? Yeah, that was the indicator to all of us how serious in nature this was. Man. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, we'll continue to take your reaction. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But Elliot joins us coming up next. His thoughts on this, but also we're going to work some Eagles in as well because um, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to play this week. We'll play some sound from Brandon Graham from his show last night, uh, and we'll get into the Eagles as well coming up next hour. Marks and Reese ninety four WIP. Hey, listen, um, cold weather. It's actually pretty nice out today. As far as the temperature, but you know what happens. Cold weather comes in. You're walking past that window that you know needs replacing, and you feel a big draft of cold air. So you know what's happening. All the, the heat that you pay money to make your house warm, it's going right out, right out that window. It's going out your doors. If you have inefficient windows and doors, there's never been a better time than now to make your home more energy efficient and comfortable and you're taking advantage of Guida's big winter sales event because my good friends at Guida Door and Window are extending their big winter sale through the month of January by offering 40% off every window and door that you buy. And I talk about Guida 12 months out of a year. This is the best discounts you're going to get all year long. So 40% off each expertly installed energy-efficient replacement window, which also includes free high-performance low-E glass. And if you need a new door, excellent. You'll receive 40% off any door. It includes insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors, and storm doors. And you can also take advantage of Guida's interest-free financing or their low monthly payment plans to help get your project started with no money out of pocket. But this is for a limited time only, so you must act quickly. If your home needs new windows and doors, then call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate. 877-GO-GUIDA. That's 877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.